Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Tour de Cycling podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Vuelta España stage number three, uh, the first real GC battle that we're going to see in this Vuelta and it's only stage three. Uh, sunny conditions for this race, finally. Uh, it has been rainy the first two days. And finally, at the start line, we did see the sun come out, which would have been a massive relief for the riders. Although along the stage, we did have uh, a few showers along the way, mostly once we got into Andorra. Uh, The parkour for today's stage, uh, pretty uphill most of the way. A couple lumps at the start and then a little descent before gradual climb into the first category one climb. Uh, That was over the Andorran border. And then a 10k descent up to the final climb for a summit finish. So we would be looking at uh, GC favourites to take this stage. Uh, But let's run through the breakaway first. Because they actually had a chance in this stage in the end. Uh, We had uh, Pierre Latour... Uh, we had Herigots, we had Diaz, we had Sutherland, uh, Vendrami, uh, Baronexia, we had Gerbensheimer, uh, we had Lebeur, we had Sepulveda, uh, we also had Caruso and Kamna. So, some good climbers in there, uh, the likes of Latour, Kamna and Caruso. Uh, also, Sepulveda is a good climber. Uh, so the breakaway went, they probably got a maximum gap of about five minutes before uh, we had the likes of Jumbo Visma pace them down. Also saw DSM on the front for Roman Bardet. Uh, I'm not sure really what they were trying to do there, but I guess Roman might have felt good and tried to do something today. Uh, Piccolo, the old uh, red jersey wearer, he went into the stage wearing the red jersey, but now, after the stage, did lose that to one other rider. Uh, So the breakaway, they, as I said, had about five minutes. Uh, Coming into the final climb, just at the bottom, we did have an intermediate sprint, uh, which went to Andrea Vendrami from... Into Marche, oh no, sorry, AG2R. And he actually ended up taking the lead in the green jersey. Uh, so he is 12 points ahead of Andreas Kron uh, and 17 ahead of Caden Groves. So that was obviously planned for AG2R for Vendrami to get in the break, take the 20 points, and take the lead in that jersey. Uh, a bit unexpected to be honest, but. Uh, don't usually see a rider like Vendrami in the green jersey, but so far in the Vuelta hasn't been many green points up for offer, uh, but tomorrow we could see some given out. Uh, so the break started to attack each other right after that intermediate sprint, and we were uh, had a group of five that shrunk down to three, and I'm going to talk about the group of three here. We had Sepulveda from Lotto Destiny, uh, Caruso from Bahrain Victorious, and Leonard Kamner from Bora Hansgra. Uh, so these three, obviously the strongest in the break, 
Surprisingly, Pierre Latour are not making it into uh, this front selection. He was actually one of the first to drop. Uh, I was really expecting him to have a chance at this stage, but he must have not been feeling good or might have been saving himself for another stage. So these three uh, worked together, if you could call it that, uh, up to the top of the first uh, Category 1 climb where Sepulveda attacked across the top, taking maximum points in uh, that classification, giving him 10 points. Uh, Caruso came across second to get 6, and Kamna third to get 4 points. Uh, but after this, on the descent, we saw that uh, Sepulveda would drop off, and Caruso and Kamna would be left to go alone up the final climb. Uh, back in the pelotons, things started to kick off. We had attacks by lots of riders, in fact. We had main few attacks were by Roman Bardet and Jay Vine. Uh, Jay Vine uh, maybe having a day to himself, uh, not working for Ayuso or Almeida. Uh, also, Bardet, he's an amazing descender, so he would have been trying to get to that descent first, see what kind of gap he could get on the rest of the favourites. Uh, but of course, with the likes of uh, Sepkus there to close things down, nothing ended up sticking. Uh, Sepkus himself did have a quick dig and an attack, uh, but that was shut down as well. Mark Soler going with him. So the two domestiques trying their luck. Uh, so down the descent, the breakaways gaps had reduced to about a minute now, uh, and the GC favourites were really closing in on them. Uh, so we came to the final climb, and with more attacks, the gap to the front two, who were not working well together, Leonard Kamner attacking Caruso every opportunity he had. Caruso trying to get a good tempo. They were not working well together, so they eventually got brought back uh, before... We saw attacks from the big guys. Uh, Soler trying his luck again. That didn't stick, but then we did see uh, the likes of Vinegard, uh, Roglic, and Kuss try a three-man attack. Uh, we did see UAE, Ayuso trying as well. Uh, Remco Evnopol didn't try at all this stage. Uh, he was just sitting in the bunch. So we ended up coming to the final kilometer with a little split of uh, favorites and top 10, top 5 favorites. So we had the likes of Evnopol, Vinegard, uh, Roglic in the front group, uh, along with Ayuso, Mass. Enric Mass was there. He's uh, probably the highest on GC, so if he was to win this sprint, then he would move into the red jersey. Uh, and then in the back group, we had the likes of Kelderman, Vlasov, Ahrensman, uh, Jay Vine. No Geraint Thomas to speak of. Uh, he was way behind, so it looks like Ahrensman will be Ineos's uh, GC hope. Uh, we came to the final 200 meters, and it was a sprint for the line. Remco launched early. Vinegard was able to stay in the wheel before a uh, hairpin turn where Evnopol gapped Vinegard, coming across the line first, Remco Evnopol winning stage three. 
even a one second gap to Vinegard. Add bonus seconds on top of that. He's gained five in total of Vinegard. Uh, but the group that came in at one second contained Vinegard, Ayuso, Roglic, Mark Soler, Enric Mass, Martinez from FDJ. That's a, a good performance from him. Uh, Atta Brooks from Bora Hansgrohe, Almeida, Vlasov, and Kelderman. So Yumbo with three riders in the uh, second group to come across the line. Uh, any favourites that lost time were probably Ironsman. He was 21 seconds back from Evnopol, so 20 seconds back on the main bunch. Uh, Roman Bardet, 31 seconds back on Evnopol, 30 seconds on the main bunch. Thomas and Bernal, 47 seconds back from Evnopol. Hugh Carthy, uh, 1 minute 14 down. Mikael Lander, 1 minute 29 down. So, uh, Carthy and Lander... GC hopes are probably over for them already. Although, they could try getting a breakaway, uh, do a little Jai Hindley, what he did in the Tour de France, try to take the yellow jersey, well, the red jersey, and see what happens from there. So now GC is changed up. We'll go through the top 10, where Remco Evnopol now leads uh, 5 seconds over Enric Mass, 11 seconds to Lenny Martinez, 31 seconds back to Vinegard, so that's a very decent gap for Evnopol to have already. Uh, Vlasov and Urtebrooks are on 33. Uh, Bardet and Butrago are on 35. And Kelderman and Roglic, 37. Uh, Ayuso in 11th at 38 seconds back. Almeida is 42 seconds back. Aronsman is 45 seconds back, so... Those guys still in with a chance, but UAE looking like they're going to be going for Ayuso this tour. Points classification already has said Vendrami leading that. KOM jersey, equal points between Evnopol and Sopoeda. Um, so Evnopol leading that on countback, but Sepulveda will lead, uh, well, wear the jersey tomorrow as he is equal first. And Evnopola has the red jersey to wear. Uh, the youth classification, Evnopola is first, Martinez second. Uh, and team's classification, I think, will actually be quite an interesting uh, battle this year. Because you got Jumbo Visma, who will lead with Vinegard, Roglic, and most likely Kelderman or Kuss across every stage. Uh, but also UAE have Ayuso, Almeida, and Solaire. Bora Hansgrohe also in the mix for them. So those three teams will be very interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, let's quickly look at stage four tomorrow, where it is a lumpy stage with a predominant downhill towards a couple cap threes and then a descent into the finish. Potentially one for the breakaway uh, if you got a good working breakaway uh, with the likes of a Pollitt, for example. Uh, see how that turns out. Uh, but my personal prediction would be that Albus and de Kunic bring it back for a bunch sprint. Uh, they, Caden Groves is looking good across the climbs. Uh, and it's probably not hard enough for the sprinters to drop. 
Caden Groves is a bit of a versatile sprinter himself. I think he will win the stage. Uh, but that's tomorrow. Uh, do a podcast then and uh, that will be an interesting stage. So make sure you're watching that. Uh, but until next time, goodbye.